Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And we have a loaded episode for you guys. Look, we're going to get real because we are talking about procrastination and what that has to do with the next chapter in our lives. Okay, are y'all ready to get real? Girl, so real. So, so real. Because I know I'm not the only one who be procrastinating. Girl, you ain't. I do want to point out that um, procrastination is derived from the Latin word procrastinare, to put off until tomorrow. But um, the thing is, I saw a post and it was saying that procrastination is much deeper than laziness. It is us avoiding some kind of emotion. And so that's what, um, for me, I think that we get misconstrued is that procrastination is not a, a character flaw. It's just we are avoiding or running from some negative emotion. So it's the emotions or the uh, emotions that we attach to whatever tags that we're doing that we're running from. Yeah, I totally believe that. Um, I was reading an article on it and it was basically saying in in order to overcome procrastination, you have to realize why are you procrastinating? And a lot Mm -hmm. of times, like you said, it, it, it is from, we're trying to avoid some type of feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. A feeling Mm -hmm. of, Oh, as simple as this is a boring task and I don't want to do it. (laughs) Like, or this is a hard, challenging task and I just don't want to do it. And so I think one of the things is we need to stop avoiding emotions that don't feel the best because in the long run, it's going to help us out. And so sure, I might not feel like doing something because it's hard because it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of energy. But I was reading on psychology today that actually procrastinating is worse than doing the actual task because doing the actual task most likely won't hurt you. Most likely won't do anything bad to you. But procrastination actually brings on the things like depression, anxiety and things of that nature because when you're not doing something you know that you need to do or something that you want to do to get to the next level and you're not doing it it just brings on that anxiousness right have y'all been there <laughs> yes yes sure so i thought that was a really mm. good way to look at it because a lot of times we're avoiding things because we don't want to do the thing because it's hard or whatever it is but really we're just being more detrimental to ourselves because we're putting on other emotions that we didn't even have to go through, like anxiety and depression and things of that nature. Because I know for me, when I'm not doing something and I'm putting off something, I, I can't even enjoy the thing. Like, I can't even enjoy taking a walk outside. I can't even enjoy, you know, resting because I'm supposed to, I know I'm supposed to be doing something. So I feel mm-hmm. like if we look at it like that in the long run, to really navigate our feelings, maybe you would think, differently about taking on the tasks that we need to take on. Yeah. Um, Also, um, I want to bring up something that's uh, a little different, (laughs) just this uh, culture. And I want to talk about culture for a bit, because 
I think that's one of the reasons too why people don't why people procrastinate and it's because they're in a they're not putting themselves in a learning culture and what I mean by that is if you think about what would happen just think about when you were little what would happen if you you know did something wrong or if you messed up or if you did something that you weren't supposed to do you would be punished <laughs> I think about and there's nothing on our high school basketball coach but um you know and it could be times where you know you messed up you made a mistake and she immediately take you out the game and it's like that's your punishment for you know messing mm. up oh y'all did bad y'all didn't do this y'all didn't do that you gotta run you know you think mm. about your experience and just that culture of you know just how you were disciplined at home when you did something wrong and like i said it's mm. not to blame them it's not to you know no, make it not at all on you know how you were raised but it's just a it's a conditioning thing so now as an adult you're afraid to tackle this new task to do something because you're afraid of what's gonna happen if you fail oh what, what happens if you mess up if you don't do something right you're afraid you know i feel like it, and it, it even boils down to fear we're afraid of looking stupid we're afraid of looking silly we're afraid of making mistakes so i just think that you have to cultivate the culture in yourself that it's okay to make mistakes like they're gonna happen but you know the thing if you don't do it you don't become better you don't learn a new skill you don't get better mm. you don't become wiser so that's the the offset of it girl Girl, that's so good. I'm so glad that you said that because it really makes you just get to the root, the root of it all. And um, I know I was talking to Jarvis, I think yesterday, in fact, and we was talking about um, some childhood upbringing and just to go off of um, what you were basically saying, we was talking about, um, okay, he was talking to Eva, which is mm -hmm. his daughter, and um, she was doing something I think she was on the iPad watching YouTube video and she's not supposed to be watching YouTube videos. And so the punishment was now like, okay, let's go do our homework. And I was, and this is not to say that he's been, done anything wrong, but then I was like thinking about my childhood and in my childhood, you know, if we were to do something wrong or, you know, if we were just being like really loud in the house and the parent, you know, my grandmother just wanted some peace and quiet. She, and this is not to say it's anything wrong, but you know, just not being aware of this type of behavior. But our punishment was y'all go in there and read a book. <laughs> and so then seriously, seriously. Yeah. And then that uh, associated reading as a punishment. So for the longest time, I hated to read. When I tell you hate it, hated to read. I didn't really like dive into love and enjoy reading until after college, dang near. And so it was just like, when you think about these behaviors, exactly what you just said, like that are impressed into you when you were from a youth. And let's say you don't even realize that they were instilled in you. You don't know how to attack that, that thing that could be causing you to procrastinate or causing you to, you know, avoid that going uh, and doing that thing because you know now you've associated with something like you said that's bad and now your body is responding to it like a coping mechanism like oh, i don't want to be around that i don't want to do that so you avoid it but like tiffany was saying earlier um you really have to find a way to go 
push through that. You have to find a way to get through that thing. But well, first, it does come with the acknowledgement and, and being aware that it is something that's that's causing you to emotionally disconnect with it. I'm so glad that you brought that childhood thing up because yeah. it's so, so true. And another thing, when we, when we talk about our mistakes, because we associate our mistakes with our, um, our you know, you don't even want to try as hard as you get beat down on yourself and it causes your, your quote unquote, your self-esteem to, to get lower because you're like, I don't want to make a mistake. So you even avoid doing it altogether. But it's like a double, it's twofold when you do that because when you tell yourself that, um, that hey, I'm going to do this and then you don't do the thing that you told you, yourself that you were going to do, it then weighs on your self-esteem because now you don't even believe yourself. You don't, you've created this, this principle to where you can't keep your own word. And if you don't trust yourself, it, it starts to decrease the trust that you have in yourself. And then just think about if you can't trust yourself, you'll start attracting outside sources or whether you can't trust them or they can't trust you and just building really, really shaky relationships. And I'm talking to myself, like when I say this, because like I really have to do um, I have these typically write these long to-do lists and if I don't check off everything I'll just start feeling like I didn't accomplish everything or you know that going back to that emotion like feeling down on myself so I started writing smaller to-do lists so I you know don't have as much pressure pressure and things that I know for sure that I'm gonna make sure I get taken off because it feels good to give yourself a pat on the back and then it motivates you to keep on going. Like, okay, if I attack with all of that, but if you, what most times happen when we do write these long to-do lists and we see ourselves, like we just get overwhelmed and then we don't even att attempt to tackle the, the majority of the list because when you overwhelmed, then you feel like you defeated. Then you just like, you know, if you get the whole list all together, like it's just like, so you really have to get a gauge, know who you are as a person and like, what can you genuinely do? And of course, stretch yourself. I'm not saying make a, a, a three thing to do list of something that's super easy, but like you want to stretch yourself, force yourself to, you know, make sure you don't want it to be something so easy, but then you want to at least push yourself a little bit, of course, so that you can still achieve the goals and things that you want to accomplish. Yeah. Yes, that's real. I, I agree with everything that y'all said in is bringing up two things. <laughs> um just going off of like trusting yourself um and I like how you said like sometimes you get like a little mad at yourself because you're like I wrote this for myself and I'm not even doing it you know like it's one thing I ain't do it for somebody else but this is me and sometimes it's easier to let yourself down than to let others down mm. um but like you said there I've looked at like different goals I've written in like past years and to be honest like these are years that have gone by you know and so mm -hmm. I look back and I'm like dang you know I didn't do this or um like one of my goals was um to put a weekly um video out on YouTube you know to be consistent on YouTube I wrote that down probably like 2016 2017 but have I done that no I haven't you know well, I'm starting to, which is good. But, um, and so sometimes I look back on the goals that I've written and I'm like, dang, like I didn't meet these goals. But then I look again and I see some of the goals that I did meet. And so 
one of the things that some of the articles I was reading about procrastination is you have to forgive yourself. Um, you know, don't be so hard on yourself because while sure you're not, you might not be reaching all the goals that you set, you pretty, I'm pretty sure you're still progressing in life and you've done other things. And so forgive yourself for, you know, procrastinating in the past but also acknowledging the goals that you have reached. But there does come a time where you get tired of always procrastinating. You get tired of living the same life. Um, and so that's when it's really gonna come into effect that, hey, this is what I want. I want to, I, for example, I want to be able to make an income that's separate from my job. I need other streams of income because I need to, you know, but you have to attach something to it. So I'm glad that we're talking about procrastination in a new chapter in your life. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny that I'm saying this because I'm almost scared to say it because I feel like I have to commit to it now. Right. And so me moving out, I want to move out so bad. I know I need to make <laughs> new income. And I know that I can make income off of YouTube because I've done it before in small doses. Now I'm ready for it to be bigger. And so, yes. and so now my why is greater because in my soul, I know I need to move out now to have the next step. So sure, I do wish that I was more consistent in 2016, 2017, because who knows where I, I, I would be. But to be honest, I am happy where, where, with where I'm at now. But now I have a stronger why to get me to stop procrastinating. So what I'm trying to say is, what is your why for, for doing the things that you want to do? So I really want you to ask yourself, what are the things, what is one thing that you've been holding off? What's one, one thing that you, have, you really want to do that you haven't been doing? And then ask yourself, is there a strong enough why to that? And if there is, you need to make sure to prioritize doing that thing. Um, but if you don't have a strong enough why, it's not gonna be a priority. Um, mm. And so I just really want us to think about, I don't know, I'll keep, ask you guys, is there one thing, like one simple, like I don't wanna say simple thing, but one thing that you wanna consistently do in order to bring your life to the next level? For me, I would say um, just being, uh, just betting on myself, just going harder and being more consistent and um, going, just going harder for myself. Um, something that I wrote down, uh, Jim Rohn is like that person for quotes on success and just doing great stuff. And uh, he was saying success is something you attract by the person you become. So just making sure that daily I'm doing those things to become that person who um, attracts and deserves and um, earns the success that I know that I can have and that I want. Right. Yeah, yeah. For me, um, I'm thinking it's kind of twofold. So one thing I like, I think I'm, I don't think I know, I know I'm, I'm gonna get better at doing is applying knowledge. And when I say applying knowledge, I think about, you know, all of these things that I really want 
to bring into manifestation, such as, you know, the growth and um, the growth with the podcast. Let's use that one for example. I know I want to grow in in numbers. I know we want to grow and earn uh, revenue from it. I know we want to grow and reach and touch as many people out there possible because I believe that what we're doing is is bigger than than and this is when the why comes in it's it's bigger than just i want to reach thousands of people or millions of people or however many people we reach or bigger than than having all of the the money to do it it's the reason why i want more is because i want to to inspire more people and the way i think that um i'm doing that is through now i'm understanding is just my own personal life experiences, like genuine things and stuff that's going on in my life. And I feel like our podcast, I mean, our podcast, our soulmates out there, y'all are going through and experiencing the same things that we're experiencing, very similar, if not. And us all are seriously, sincerely growing through life, finding solutions to our life purpose together. And so to consistently do that, um, of course, I love talking to y'all on the podcast, but then just realizing that there are some back end things that you consistently have to do. And when I say apply knowledge, um, buying the courses to that it takes to grow the brand and not just buying them, but actually doing the courses that you bought and then not just doing the courses that you bought, but applying the information that you learned from the courses that you bought. So apply knowledge has been like, and I'm just carrying that to every aspect of my life because I'm stepping into, um, we're talking about um, new chapters, just moving into probably less than a month now or for sure two months, I'm going to now technically be a homeowner. And so <laughs> this is just crazy. Like, it's no, this is just amazing. This is just so amazing. And I'm just so thankful and, and blessed. And I just transforming my mind to, you know, buying homeowners insurance. I've been, you know, talking to Centerpoint, um, you know, just different things and, and just decorating and just things of that nature, just transforming my mind into, you know, the research I'm doing on how to do it and then just applying it. So I just really want to get better at not just applying knowledge, but applying it and executing it effectively efficiently and good timing so that I can see the growth that I want in every aspect of my life that's good Tiff what you said made me think of a few things and I didn't want to forget them that's why I was, I was writing them down <laughs> but um number one it made me think of lack of clarity yeah um, that's another reason why we procrastinate with things because we're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. You know, Jazz, I know we talked about the emails and sending emails. So this is why we came up with templates for a lot of the things. Shout out to them templates. I know. It really does take the guesswork out of, you know, sending emails and sending, you know, reaching out to people. So um, I know that if that's, if this is procrastination is something you're struggling with because of clarity, then just reach out, you know, search templates, see what other people are doing and just really try to find the clarity in, you know, your day, maybe just writing specifically like, okay, from this time to this time, I'm going to do this, you know, 
I'm going to start my morning off, you know, I'm going to send these two emails. And then at this time, I'm going to, you know, do some posts. And then later on, you know, so just being clear about your day, being clear about your task, be clear, like, like you said, Tiff, about the vision. Um, the next thing it made me think about was motivation, lack of um, motivation. And um, this one is a little bit tougher because um, I think for me, I have to, it's like what Robert said, that pain of not doing something has to be greater than the pain of doing that actual thing. So I, for me, I had to realize if I don't do this activity, if I don't do this, then I'm going to miss out on money. I'm going to miss out on opportunities. I'm going to miss out on, <laughs> you know, connections, just all these things. Yes. If I don't do this. So it's like what you said earlier, Tiffany, just it, it hurts you more in the end when you don't do that activity or that task or whatever mm. it is setting off because you're missing out on so much by not doing whatever it is that you, you could be doing. And then the last thing is um, lack of momentum. That. And this can be hard <laughs> if you're not consistent, you know, because then it's like, okay, oh, I got to start, start up again. I got to find the momentum to start mm -hmm. it up. And what I've been doing to help me with that is um, really just a morning routine that really does help me get the momentum of my day going. And I yes. feel like when I um, adapt, and these are like the six habits of high performers. And, you know, when I start my day by meditating, when I uh, say some affirmations, when I can visualize what it is that I want and activities and the things that I need to do, um, when I spend some time exercising, that just gets that blood flowing, get oxygen to my brain. I can think better. I'm just more energized and ready to go and attack whatever it is that I need to do. Um, reading, even if it's just five pages, if you can do read five pages for 30 days, that's 150 pages. And, you know, average book is, you know, 150 <laughs> to 300 pages. So, you know, reading. Mm. Um, and then the last thing, journaling. Y'all, it's an app called Five Minute Journal app. And um, I haven't started using it, but it is something that I want to uh, download and check out. It was recommended by um, someone on LinkedIn Learning. And they said it asks you like three things you're grateful for, and then three things that you um, want to accomplish or do in that day. And so, mm. um, yeah, I just think journaling is important just so you can be more intentional about your day. Mm. I really love, love, love how you mentioned clarity. That clarity, girl, is a game changer. And what made me think about this was earlier this week, I'm thinking like Tuesday, I want to say I was on the phone catching up with one of my college friends a good friend from college like this was my home girl like this is that friend that you did ratchet stuff with that you um that was there for you to help you get over the f boys and we was just really catching up we hadn't talked in like five five months or so and we were just catching up and like a lot has changed in life like i, I was just catching up telling her you know how the podcast is going to just asking checking in like on life, like school, work, things of that nature. 
And um, we then got to talking and we were just like, you know, it's been five years since we graduated from college. And I was like, wow, I did not think about that. It is literally five years since we graduated. And so she was like, is your, I mean, was your five year plan what you expected it to be? I'm like, whoa, I didn't think about this. Like, and so I just started going through some things and I, and I realized that I wrote a five year plan, but I never really just like dove deep into my five-year plan it was never really just structured what I felt like it needed to be like and so I and I Bogo story was I was like I felt like a couple things came true some things didn't I asked her how did hers go come along and she was like same I never really wrote a five-year plan and so we was like well now we really think we need to take this serious too and like you know actually writing a five-year plan for your life and I don't know why when when we hear the five-year plan, it can seem just so so intimidating, so to speak, because we were talking like, you know, why we never really wrote it because when you get to writing it, she was just talking about like, you know, all the subconscious doubts will creep in when you're trying to write your quote unquote clear vision for what you see your life, you start thinking like, oh, that, am I asking too much or is to really happen or is this is this gonna happen or just downright don't believe it and it's just like we put in again we put those limits those caps on our dreams because of the doubts because of that's asking for too much or that's you just feel like that's out of your like your your grasp you just feel like it's too much and so just getting that clear clear picture and vision and writing it down it's just Y'all, it's just something so powerful about it. And I think it's a tool that we, it's a resource that's like you were saying, when it comes to journaling, it's so, it, it's so easily accessible. Literally all you need is a, a 10 cent pen and a, a 25, a quarter notebook, and then boom, your life can literally be changed like around, but it's like literally use that tool. And I'm talking to myself to use that tool of writing your five-year, um, plan and then we just start talking about it and this is what the question when you asked us on last week's podcast is like how do y'all see your life and so we should start going and of course you know I feel like we all have similar visions and she was just like um she wants a house uh to be a homeowner and things of that nature she wants to be married she just had a, a, a child um her I think her baby is is 10 months now and so she was just like, I want another child in five years, you know, so my baby can have someone to play with. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Like, and so she was just saying, um, just, just different things. And then we were like, man, we really need to hold each other accountable so that we can make sure we like stick to these five-year plans and like actually be disciplined enough to write them out. Because it's just something like you were saying, when, of course, we want to write our day-to-day list, our to-do list. But if we have our five year, think about that as like your master to do list and the, the actions that you do day to day, it could it could be working towards your five year plan. You want to it will help you not deviate off the path. It will help with eliminate eliminating us from um, procrastinating because we know in five years I got to have this done. I got to accomplish this because, you know, I want to stay on track with my goal. So. Definitely getting in the habit of 
not getting a habit, but actually sitting down and taking some time. And it might take you five days to write your five-year plan. It might take you a month, but like really getting into writing your five-year plan. Let's start at clarity. Like you said, that's the one thing that we all need to get. And I think it's just like, I, and I don't, even with the five-year plan, I don't even think it has to be that extensive. Like I get a five-year plan, but like for your specific goals, you know, they're usually isn't like something crazy long list it's usually family um financial freedom stuff like that so Mm. just putting those little key bullets to remind you of what you you want um and then then i guess the plan goes into like how do you get those things and that's where you can find out what your priorities need to be so just being clear on exactly what you want because once you clear even like a vision board it reminds you every single day, like, oh, yeah, I want to be healthy. I want a man. I want to travel. I want my own place, you know, things like that. I'm just reading from mine. And so every day you wake up and you're like, okay, I, I still got some work to do here. Got that down. Okay, so just having those that clarity there will really help you out to be like, okay, am I, if I want to be healthy, am I eating the right things? And so that re- reminds me of, like, Kobe, you're talking about just doing the things to get you to where you want to be, like your morning routine. And so a lot of times you, in order to be who you want to be, you have to prepare for that thing. And so there's two ways to prepare, or there's probably multiple ways, but these are two ways I'm going to share today. So prepare by visualizing. And so I read on an article, just take something as minuscule as cleaning out your closet. Look at your closet, you're like overwhelmed. There's so much stuff there. I don't feel like doing that. But instead of thinking about that emotion, visualize your closet clean, cluttered, easy for you to just take out the outfit to wear. And then you have a more happy, a happier emotion associated with cleaning that thing. So I'm just saying, take that one thing that might seem like, ah, hell, I don't want to do this, but then visualize it actually happening and the feeling that you're going to get when you're doing that thing like damn i do not I totally agree yeah like i don't feel like yeah because at the moment right now what we're doing is we're associating whatever feeling we have with an activity and we're avoiding it and so yes. it's like you, you're saying take that take that instead of avoiding it say okay no i'm going to change that emotion into something positive yes something happy i'm gonna visualize something better Right. And it goes back to things like, um, it's just in anything. You might not want to do it, but you need to do it in order to get to that next level. So I even think about like eating health or if you want to be snatched or if you want to live a healthier life, you know, you don't think, damn, I got to cook this or dang, I got to now eat apples and vegetables. No, like turn it into like, oh, wow. Like I'm about to make this smoothie bowl. I'm about to get into these recipes. I'm about to be on YouTube learning these things. And then it goes to what you were saying earlier about the momentum. Once you start doing those things, once you start Mm. cleaning out your closet, organizing everything, you feel good. And you're like, I don't want to go back to the person I used to be. I want to be organized now. Mm. I don't want to go back to the person who was unhealthy. I want to be eating healthy now. And so once you get that momentum, you start feeling good about yourself. You start seeing changes 
that's what's going to keep you going. The thing is, when you have that momentum, you cannot stop the momentum. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just seeing this for myself. Um, on YouTube, there's a, a video that I posted to like a year ago or a year or two ago about how to cure your um, toothache in five minutes. Clove oil. Anyways, so <laughs> this is bringing up, this is getting so many views right now. I probably had like 10,000 10, more views in the last week. Um, and so from that momentum, now I'm like, I need to crack out more content because this video mm -hmm. is doing well. That means I need to put out more content kind of like that. So they could go to the next, they could be, they could still want to be on my channel. And so, yeah. but there's been times, there's a video on my channel about um, planting a garden, like planting like these basil things has like over 200,000 views, but I didn't continue posting videos and I didn't continue posting videos about gardening. Okay. So anyways, so what I'm saying is just realize what your momentum is at and don't lose that opportunity to keep going because mm. I'm just saying it from like a technical standpoint of the YouTube algorithm and Instagram algorithm. But that's the same thing you have to do in life. Once you see that weight getting snatched, once you see your hair growing, once you see your relationship flourishing, once you see making money, um, doing these entrepreneurial things, what, you know, once you see you elevating your work, keep it going. Once you see that momentum, like, oh, this is hot fire, that's just the universe, God telling you, you need to keep going. Don't stop. Keep producing things like mm. this. you're in your sweet spot. This is alignment. Keep going. Keep going. It's, you have to kind of do things that are similar to what you've been doing. So that's what I want to say about momentum because then it becomes the momentum becomes your accountability partner because now you Ooh. see the growth. Now you can't stop. Like we can't stop posting on Tuesdays now because People are now depending on us. People are now looking at us for health advice. People are now looking at us for relationship advice. Keep it going because now your accountability isn't just yourself. It's the people that you're inspiring, you know? And so, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not saying lean on that on people, but it does help to keep you on track. Mm -hmm. um, so, no, that's, I love that you mentioned momentum because that's so true. When you think about it, it's just like, go with whatever the season is, is, is telling you to produce right now. It's telling you to, what fruits did the season want you to bear? Like you said, gardening might need to be the tool for this moment. Maybe some holistic hair care or tooth care, or eye care, who knows? Maybe the, the next move for the next month, but just go with wherever the seasons is taking you so that you can still build and capitalize on that momentum. And I think that is a key, key gem. And like kind of going into momentum, I'm just thinking about our dear, dear friend um, for the black culture, Kanye West. And it, how, I don't know if y'all heard Soulmates yet or not, but he is now, a black billionaire that has now been recently added to the Forbes list. And the whole whole story about how it all went down is just, just crazy. But just to give y'all a little recap if y'all haven't heard, um, so basically Kanye West is now a billionaire and at first he wasn't added onto the Forbes list. 
Kanye, it was just, I can't believe um, a lot of people didn't, more people didn't hear about it because it was like this huge Twitter rant about him and um, how he basically had to confront the Forbes um, magazine company or, or the Forbes list company, so to speak, and let them know, like, y'all know what y'all did and why am I not placed on the Forbes list? And because my net worth is now um, a billion dollars. And I'm just so like, hats off, just that in of itself is just a an accomplishment alone. Like first Jay-Z led the way, and then now we have Kanye now, and then just who knows the the next, like it's gonna be a couple of our soulmates. We probably about to be on there soon, but just like, it's just so inspiring that like to see, to see that because when you think about Kanye, like think about where the momentum has led this guy. Like he's been, he's always just had that stigma of the industry, just like the backlash for Kanye. Uh, oh Lord, what Kanye about to do now? Uh, he didn't, he literally like, y'all we know, he didn't made America great. He didn't jump back on this side and like he, everybody thought he lost his mind. Then now he has acquired and he had the shoes, the Yeezys and everybody thought they was ugly, these ugly shoes. But just think about that. Everybody has always had something to say. Has always had, whether it was me or the next person or any person, somebody has something to say at one point in time in your life that you just probably may not have agreed all the way with Kanye. But still, even still, the seasons made sense for him in that particular time to do whatever he was doing, even though the masses may have not understood what he was doing. Even though maybe his closest friends may have not understood what he was doing, even though the world may have not understood, but even still, like to persevere and keep going and continue to grind, even though you probably don't even understand what you're doing at the time, it's just but just the trust that is all gonna lead you to your end goal. I just think that's just something that we can all take and be inspired by Kanye because he didn't take a college degree. He literally named his. His, his album, College Dropout, it don't take like all of the things, these accolades that we think it needs. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be this one way, but you still can make a way out of no way with the power of God, of course. I, I know all the things it didn't take, we know, but one thing I do think it does take is that strong relationship with God. Um, that knowing, I think it definitely takes a positive circle and I think you really have to have some tough skin because I think Kanye had you ha have had to have some tough skin along this journey to not give up, to not quit, to not just let what everybody else thought, no matter how bizarre we thought it was, but it not allow you to, to sway or deter you from your, your goal, your, your motive. So I just want to say congratulations to Kanye. Thanks for being an inspiration. Another black billionaire, a billionaire, y'all. And so it's just more to come after this. Like, and I know we all have the power to do it. Because if Kanye can do it, y'all, I'm just saying I'm inspired. Like, people that don't believe in you, like, constantly criticizing you, I just feel like anybody can do it. Like, seriously. And so, like, we really just have to capitalize on that momentum, no matter how weird or crazy it may seem and may not make sense at all, just really using that momentum. Yes, that was so good. It was so many things that you said that were just powerful. Um, 
today, my devotional for today talked about uh, serving with what you have. And you hit on it when you said that perfectionism. You're talking about it doesn't have to be perfect. That's another thing that stops us from doing things is because we're like, we're waiting on that perfect time. Perfect moment has to be, you know, the ideal conditions. And, you know, God, the thing with God, he doesn't want, like, he doesn't call us to be perfect. It's nothing in the Bible that says, you know, if it can't be done with excellence, don't do it. If it's not perfect, don't do it. He just calls us to be there, to uh, serve with what we have and do what we can. And uh, no no uh, better other servant than John Wesley, you know, somebody that we all know as Christians. He said, do all the good you can by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can at all times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you ever can. And it's just so inspirational to me because, um, you know, it's always going to be something. With procrastination, the thing is, like, I understand that we want to do it. And that's the thing, like, we all, we want to be there, we want to be, uh, we want to do the task, but it's always something. It's always something. And um, Think and Grow Rich, man, the last chapter, they, they go in on you. They go in. It talks about um, 55 famous alibis, you know, why, what prevents you from doing things. Uh-oh. And they have excuses after excuse. If only I didn't have a wife and family. If only I didn't have enough pool. If only I had money. You know, if only I had a good education, if only I could get a job, if only I had time, you know, it just goes on list after list. If only I had a chance, if only I could do what I want, if only I were born rich, if only I could save some money, you know, if only I lived here, if only I had these opportunities, if only I could, you know, just all these things, if only I could go on. On and on and on. And it's like, you can't. You just can't do that to yourself. You can't do that Girl. to yourself because at the end of the day, you know, in order for you to get to that next chapter, that next step, that to keep propelling forward, you you just have to stop making excuses, stop telling yourself what you can't, stop giving yourself reasons why, and just do it. I remember when I used to use all those excuses, exactly. like, oh, if my dad would have just started a savings account for me when I was in high school, like my friend's dad did, <laughs> then I would be with, I would have had my car by now. I used to use that excuse all the time where if, if I had a parent that did this or would have did this, or, and it's just like you, when you're using all of these excuses, you're always constantly placing the blame on external sources. And it's never really, like external sources are not going to save you. You have to literally save yourself, of course, with God, but you really can't keep blaming other people, other human beings for, I mean, granted, I know some of us, we were not blessed with the most, the most ideal situation and leave it up to us. We probably would have made things different and we would have had people do different actions toward us and make different decisions. That doesn't negate that, but only way you are going to get out of the current situation that you're in and I had to tell myself this like I could constantly keep blaming everybody why I don't have a car or I could just save up my money my damn money and I mean my money and I can literally put it to where I need it to be so I can 
have the vehicle that I want. I can show myself that I'm serious enough about this thing and put the energy, put the time, discipline myself. Because I know a lot of us, we think that this magic moment is going to happen and it's, it's going to work everything out. Like if I just meet that one person and which it may, but if I just meet this one, one person and they got a million dollars, they will get me this, this, that, and the third. And then all my, I mean, all the solutions will be here and every, all my problems are going to work out. But instead of like putting that much, giving that much power to someone over your life, why not take the steps, take the actions? Because instead of depending on someone to change everything in your life for you, First of all, how do you, how do you know that they even they even know exactly what you want or how you want the thing or you know that no one can ever truly know what you desire or know how to to help you the way you know how to help you. And so it's just like instead of giving that much power and and taking the accountability off of yourself and placing it on others, we have to really really hone in to Figuring it out, how can I do it for myself? How can I do it for myself? The power is within us. It's like, why am I yeah. giving somebody else so much power over my life and my actions? We just, and that's what I was saying earlier, Tiff, when you asked that question. You know, it's really about understanding that the power is within me. Like, it's, it's me. I have to bet on myself. I have to give myself that opportunity. I have to take those chances for myself in order to reap the success and get to where I want to be. And, you know, Jazz, you mentioned, you know, like I said, with those situations, you know, if I had this opportunity, if my people had saved this much money, but it's like Kanye, Jay-Z, those people are the inspiration because they didn't have that. Exactly. And it's like, if we can do it, then we can do it. With, yeah. Without all of the things that we think we need. And so it's just exactly. like you were saying, you, you have to get to that place where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we talk about it all the time. And then you, of course, like like we talked about on last week's podcast, the Bible verse that says God can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can think or ask, but according to the power that work it within you. So it got to be you and God. It can't just be God. You like, just, just take the wheel, God, and, and fix my life. And then it's going to work out. God said faith without works is dead. So... I mean, you got to put in that work. We, and we say it all the time. We have to meet God halfway. First of all, not even meet him halfway. We got to draw. It says draw nigh to God and God will draw to you. So we have to take the first step. We have to take the first step in correcting our lives. And God be like, okay, I see you down there trying to work it out. Let me send you some, some miracles. Let me, and that's what we call miracles because we're already putting the, the, the foot first. I mean, put, putting the foot forward first. So God is like, oh, I see you put it in that work. So now let me bless you with more. But if you never put in the work, God is going to continue to bless you with what the wherever you are. So just meeting God halfway, taking that step to 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 you know pick yourself up and and do the best you can. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You know what I like about Kanye <laughs> is that uh, he's a good example because. You know how we were talking about expectancy? This man always expected to be great. You know, the way he talks about himself in his songs, in person, or whatever, he's shocked when he doesn't get an accolade. And so 
And I'm not saying be cocky. I'm not saying be arrogant or anything like that. What I'm saying is we really got to walk in expectancy. We need to walk in like, yeah, someone's going to watch my YouTube. Yeah, somebody's going to want to marry my ass and treat me good, (laughs) you know? And so, like, the thing is, and I always go back to past experiences because that's what jades us. And I got I had to get reminded um, because I was I was texting someone about and I I'm always using my own experiences so don't mind me but um, I was I was texting somebody about like moving out and how I was like you know I'm really about to make the step and I'm scared and then that person reminded me who's like why are you scared you went to, you're the same person who went to D.C. stayed for four years and and went to school I'm like and I and I didn't think twice about it like Mm. I I was going like like trying to do this so I feel like a lot of things I I didn't even think about it I didn't think twice about it we didn't think twice about starting Inspire Fire we didn't think twice about starting Soul Feeling Podcast but when you start hearing other people's experiences having your own experiences that stops us from moving forward because those experiences Mm. come with hurts and failures and things of that nature but we have to get out of it and go back to that what remind yourself of who you used to be when mm. for that fearless girl who would just take on the world who believed that she could be anything yeah. she wanted to be and so you have to get back to that expectancy and so that's what i'm saying kaya expected to be great and so since he expected he did the things to be great uh, and was shocked. Like I want us to be shocked. What you <laughs> you dump me? How dare you? <laughs> like me? And so it's just like you have to walk in through this life a little cocky sometimes because if you don't, this world will crash, like tear you down. You have to be strong enough to take everything that God wants for you. And you know what's funny? Um, my mom, she said yesterday, she said, if I can do it all over, I would do it more intensely. I said, what? Mm. What do you mean by that, mom? I would do it more intensely. She said, I will wake y'all up in the morning like, hey, kids, let's go do this. It's a great day. She said, I would tell my husband, I love you so much. Like, she was just like, because every day is a gift, man. And so, Mm. I don't know. Procrastination is for the birds because that's not intense living. That's not savoring the moment. That's that's scared. That's scared living. That's fearful. That's avoidance. But we're not made for that. And I just want us to get our our oomph back, you know, to the girls we were when we graduated high school like the world is our oyster because it still is and um the thing Mm is um and one last thing jj um on the mic she said she put up a post today believe you have to believe in what you pray for and i have caught myself in the last couple weeks not believing that i for for what i prayed for i'm just gonna leave it there not believing for what i prayed for but how are you going to get something that you don't believe in? Okay, so it's just like, the reason we might be praying for it, we might even know that we deserve that thing. But if we don't believe that we can get it, how? 
And so it goes back to that visualization. It goes back to getting yourself prepared for that new life that you're about to encounter. You know, keeping yourself organized. Start clearing out things things in your room that you no longer need because you're about to move out. Start buying the things you're going to need for your new life. What, what do you need for your new life? Get them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you need to clear out for your new life? Clear it out. Make space for your new life. I love that you just, oh, that's so true. I'm just thinking about my new life in my head, my my new abundant life, and that that expectancy is just so real, y'all. It's just so real. We really, really have to just expect. When you expect the best, you will get the best. And like like you were saying, you have to believe your prayers. And and it's sometimes that's how come our prayers. Come, they they return void because we don't believe that the thing that we actually pray for is possible everything right but you could be you can be doing everything you can because it goes back to our last episode ah uh, yeah man i'm gonna grind oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm praying blah 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 yeah i'm gonna get it like but if you don't actually believe it you could be grinding until your teeth fall out Girl, girl, girl. You're you're still not putting out a frequency that you can actually get it. Yeah. And that's all Think and Grow Rich. Like, that has been, like, my Bible lately. (laughs) And um, and the underlying message throughout the whole thing is a burning desire. It starts with it and ends with it. A burning desire. You have to have a burning desire to to think and grow rich, think and grow successful, to, to have whatever it is that you want to have. You have to have that burning desire. Mm-hmm. I that. Yes, I do believe that. Because um, I'm just thinking, go back to Kanye again, because you know, but like, because you, you know, he always had that burning desire, like going back to what you were saying earlier to like Kanye always knew he was gonna be great. He it was never a doubt in his mind. Just having that expectancy, it was like he was almost obsessed with the fact of of just and you have to like your dreams, your goal. Like God put this thing in you, so it's great to be obsessed with something that God genuinely just put into you and want you to birth that thing. So. Is you want to have a burning desire to see it come into fruition because that would just make, you know, that's going to make God proud. And so I don't know about y'all, but I want to make God proud. I want to make my parents proud. I want to make my family. I want to make my loved ones proud. And so it's just like when you have that burning desire that, because if you're thinking about something all the time, you're going to want to see it. Like your actions have no choice but to follow. If it's like, and that goes with if whether it's something good or whether it's something bad. If you're constantly thinking about it, constantly putting your imagining yourself doing it, you're putting yourself in that space. So you have no choice but to 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 manifest that thing. And I'm just like, I'm so inspired because it's just like to see Kanye do this thing. And going back to last week's episode, to my uh, to the point where you know. When I was talking about my mom, we go and we drive in neighborhoods and I'm just like, these are, this is going to be my neighborhood. I know how, I don't know, I don't care. Like, I'm not worried about the how. I just know that God is going to manifest it. I know with the work that I'm going to, like, I just trust 
that the things that I'm going to do, the actions I'm taking is going to lead me to the burning desire that I want. And it's increasing that expectancy. Like, and, and when I'm going back to the neighborhood, because I'm just like, not only do I want this neighborhood for me, I want it for all me and my people, like my immediate family, my distant family. I just see me walking outside. Hey, neighbor. Like, I just want to change the expectancy of like, when we think of black culture, we, we tie it to poverty. We tie it to lack, living in the hood, living in ghetto. Like it's bigger than than me just wanting a black people to live in a, a fancy house. I, I want all people, whether you black, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese, like whatever. I want all people to, to live a life of abundance. But I know as the masses, just to hear my own mom say, like feel like that's so disconnected from us and that's so unattainable. But then it's like, I got my brother here, Kanye, over here showing us like we can do whatever we expect whatever we put our minds to believe like we can attain that thing it's no cap on it no limit okay. it's like it's no cap no cap is no cap like seriously though it's just it's just so insp it's inspiring and it's just because i just feel like we deserve it like we really really genuinely deserve to have and it, you don't even have to have a big house but just whatever the house you genuinely desire to live in and to call it home sometimes it's, we're scared to see how we look when we're doing something um that's what stops us from doing those things and i just want to say we have to get mm -hmm. used to being uncomfortable and we have to get used to practicing being our true and authentic self and then also having that expectancy like we said that people are gonna love it and if and if and if they don't be shocked i am shocked you don't like <laughs> shocked because they're you know what i mean and so but it, it really does since we've been so programmed on how things are supposed to be in our life how people are supposed to act how, we are stifled by that because society is saying this 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 and this we see this 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 and this but we forget that what sets people apart what makes people great is being authentically themselves and so don't be scared of being you and putting yourself out there or even making yourself look stupid because at the, at the end of the day it's who you are because like honestly you just have to get used to it and it, it does take a struggle like today i posted a picture of my my bald spot and i was like going back and forth if i should post it or not but i was like you know what this is my truth let me post it and so it's just like, just, but it takes practice. You have to get used to, to being yourself <laughs> and putting yourself out there. This is how it starts off. And when you do something, you know, outside of that comfort zone, when you do something that scares you, now your comfort zone is, is here. Yeah. You, do something else, you keep testing the limits, keep pushing yourself. Now your comfort zone is here and you do something else and now it's here and then it gets bigger and bigger so you just have to keep pushing yourself so that your comfort zone is not this little circle anymore this little tiny thing but this big bubble that's good exactly exactly i just really want us to get back to being clear on our vision um and, and sometimes our vision is deeper because like sure you might want to like you were saying sure you might want to live in a nice house and you might want to have um your 
your immediate family live close and they live nice too but what you said it always goes a bit deeper you want other people to be inspired to see that black people could own a house and live great in a great neighborhood that is what a, a hood or whatever it is Girl, and, that's my dream that's like my my dream like Martin Luther King had a dream I have a dream that all black people will own million dollar homes and the whole neighborhood would be ours like exactly. ours it's possible exactly and that's that's my thing too yes I want to move out but it's deeper than that I feel like I'm gonna grow even more so I could be able to start my nonprofit and we have the same vision so it's just like is it might seem like just always go a little bit deeper it's like why do you want to do this and then you know it's like why do you want to move out why do you want to get married why do you want to you know because if you really think about it a lot of times it's deeper than just you but um because when you get married you inspire another person that like it's just it's so like you know they say um starts with the man in the mirror shout out to michael jackson for that like to change the world you have to change yourself like to make the world a better place you have to make yourself a better person a better being so i think change it's not because i used to think it was selfish how can i want all this th these things for me because that's that societal programming like that's doing too much that's doing the most but you limiting yourself like the reason why we're so inspired right now is because Kanye didn't limit himself. He went out to, he could have been like at a million dollars, like, okay, I got enough. Right. Saying like, it's about money, oh, no. but it could have been like, you know, I'm good. Like me and my family good, but it's, it's so much deeper. Like you said, it's so much deeper than that. You're inspiring people that come from where you come from, came from, I mean, with a similar background as you to show them like, I'm equipped with the same exact things that you started off with and I could do the same for me. Not like, oh, now that you got it, give me all your money, like give me a handout. No, I'm not saying that, but it inspires, it just does something to the mind, like to see a person that, that that's doing, that's come from, like I just said, I don't wanna repeat myself, but like, it just does something. It's just so inspiring. And I think, yes, you living, moving out to, is gonna inspire someone like a creative, like I can really do this. And it just, it just goes a long way with your own personal actions. It just trickles down to, to, to people that you don't even know that are being affected by that. True. But you know what time it is. Girl, what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast. We always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you transform your life for the good or you transform your life for the bad. Y'all, I got a new Bible verse today. I had to bring out the Bible. So, I, so in the Bible, it states, he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that opens his lips wide shall have destruction. So while we over here, thinking about our lives, creating our lives, uh, telling ourselves that, you know, we're done with procrastination. Let's keep in mind the things that we're saying and make sure we're creating that beautiful life that we des also desire. So yeah, I'm going to affirm that it's three of us and it's millions. 
billions and trillions of y'all out there tuned in or just who's ever divinely meant to be. And we're going to go ahead and end this thing out with our positive affirmations. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. I am taking advantage of the momentum I have to create and to monetize my life. <laughs> I am releasing fear, self-doubt, and excuses to gain more peace, gratitude, healing, and clarity. Yes, I am taking divine action immediately. Yes. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Soul Feeling Podcast everywhere. That's S-O-U-L space F-I-L-L-I-N-G podcast. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating so we could go up and up and up in the rankings. Love you so much. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. Bye.